I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, 48. Whoa, my, what's with my voice? Oh, I know. I went to, um, <laughs> I went to a halloween a haunted thing we had this place called casa loma which is this big castle uh in toronto and we went to one of those um haunted houses and i don't handle like things that kind of um loud noises and yeah i don't handle that very well so (laughs) i guess my voice is suffering today happy saturday um Talk to me, you guys. Where are you at? Um, if anyone wants to post kind of either situation and what's going on, I'd be happy, re- happy to read it out and help you out with it. Uh, six weeks into the program. We're about to start week seven next week. Ah, I cannot. I'm super stoked for you because to I know the work that you've done to be here. And I, I know the non-scale victories. You have to be racking up how good you are feeling. Not to say that you don't have moments where you're frustrated and you're detoxing. You feel like garbage and whatnot. But for the most part, man, six weeks, if you started in prep week, seven weeks of showing up for yourself every day, making changes. It's, you're, you're, at the end of this program, your mind is going to be blown. Here's what you're going to say. Oh, my gosh, look what I've done. And then you're going to say... Holy shit, that went by so fast. And that isn't that the way life is? Life just goes by so fast. And if you're just showing up and you're just, you know, trying to do as many things as possible, it is what it is, right? Like if you could do more, you would probably be doing more. And chances are you're doing the best that you possibly can. And even if you feel like you're not doing the best you possibly can, there's probably a reason why you're not doing the best that you possibly can. And feelings that you're, you're processing and working through to, to do the best you possibly can. You have this vision, you know where you want to go, and it's just a matter of doing the things that you need to do as consistently as possible, day after day after day, week after week after week, month after month after month, that are going to get you there. And you're going to get there. Maybe you won't get there. But you'll get as close as you possibly can to getting there, you know? I mean, I don't want to say maybe you won't get there in terms of your weight loss goals. There's no reason why you can't reach your weight loss goals at the end of the day. But I have this thing about you have a vision for your life and and dreams that you have for yourself. Like maybe I won't. Well, I don't believe that. But just just let's just say for shits and giggles that I don't become the number one weight loss company 
in the world and I my company doesn't grow as big as Noom. Um, but getting close to it, it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's still, it's still pretty good. Uh, even saying that, I just, I don't believe it. I totally believe that that's something that I'm going to accomplish. But, uh, is that a Livy Loser sweat, sweatshirt you're wearing? Yeah. So, um, it is. Uh, we, we don't really have any for official merchandise. We, we did sort of like, um, a capsule collection, um, through our podcast, uh, I think a year ago, maybe even, longer it was during the pandemic and we we put some fun things out like some mugs and some cups and stuff like that and the problem with it is that i want to i want to put out nice stuff for affordable prices and at the time shipping was so expensive that people were paying i don't know like 10 bucks for a mug and it was costing like 25 dollars for shipping it was craziness uh i'm also in a situation where i want to have fun merch but i don't want to have a garage full of stuff <laughs> or a basement full of stuff. So what we're waiting for is, you know, to have the kind of uh, demand for it where we can afford, we can offer it at more affordable prices for people. You know, I can't sell a sweatshirt for like more than what it costs to do the program. I mean, I suppose I could, but I want to just like the program is affordable, but the value you get is like freaking amazing. I, I want that to be across all platforms for me, including the product. So I want to source really great quality products and bring them to people at affordable prices. And I want really cool, nice stuff. So this was, um, this, we did this for our team. So every year we get our team together, we fly everybody in and we have a great party and we get to hang out and meet. And so our team put together some Livy Loser swag. So, um, I got a couple of cool sweatshirts and stuff. We're actually going to be doing a giveaway at the conference on, uh, we, we, we're using them for giveaways. It's a small collection. So we are going to be giving them away, uh, in the group and on platforms. We're actually going to bring some, uh, with us on Sunday as well. So, um, let's see where else you guys are at. Um, you are the number one weight loss <laughs> queen and company in the world. I'm a Livy loser down 51 pounds, Laura, and a lot more to go. I love that. I was just watching, um, I was just watching my 600 pound life, um, which is really interesting. I, I like watching that show because people make so many assumptions about people who've gained weight and it's just, they think, oh, it's so easy for someone to lose weight, to stop eating. And it's, it's really not, as you know, <laughs> as you, as you know. Um, and, uh, anyway, the one guy had to lose like 50 pounds. He ended up losing like 83 and I just loved it, but it was really interesting because he had a brother that is also overweight. And so he got approved for weight loss surgery, which when you're 700 pounds, you, you need some intervention because your life is really at stake. And it's interesting because he didn't want to do it because he's waiting on his brother. And his brother isn't really interested in doing it. So it's really interesting dynamic. I know yesterday we talked a lot about um, sort of people's reactions to your weight loss. And it's just sort of another element, you know, like you want to lose weight, but then you're, you also want to help somebody else. Like it's so in my nature, for example, to want to help other people. Like I've done this so often in my life and my career is that I, I get excited about something and then I invite someone else in and then maybe they don't want to do it as much as like I do. I remember one of my first businesses, um, I won't name it, but it was me and this other girl. She had done my program before and she was like a nutritionist and she wanted to come in and we were going to do groups and I could use the help because there was like a lot of, a lot of things I was dealing with corporations and sports teams and whatever. And, uh, and, uh, she came from a wealthy family and I'm not, I'm not like saying anything bad or knocking her, but she didn't need to work. And so I needed to work. So I had like 10 kids and I needed to work. 
And I remember she just wanted to design swag. Like that's all she wanted. That's all she wanted to do was design swag. Uh, anyway, um, I digress. So, you know, sometimes we want to do it with people and pull people in. And, and although it's great because studies have shown that when you do something with somebody, you are, you can be more successful. Um, but it's all about finding the right support and the right, you know, the right connections with people at the end of the day. And that's why I love our Living Loser community, you know, because even if you don't have that in your life, uh, you have us. All right. I'm on another plateau. Bertha has moved a tiny bit. I would imagine that's your scales name. Bertha has moved a tiny bit so far this round fourth round, but I feel like, wow, it's not always about the numbers, right? Yeah. So if you are on a plateau, first of all, if you've lost, if you've lost a considerable amount of weight and you are now on a plateau, you should be noticing your body change. Like you're, you should be, so there are four stages to finally and forever weight loss, right? There's lose your weight. And, and that's what you are here to do. Then after you're done losing weight, you have to put time into solidifying your weight. And, and I suggest at least three months. And then you have to kind of get to know what maintenance looks like and feels like to you, testing the waters. This is where you're kind of settling back into normal life without being so focused on weight loss or following a routine or doing any of those things or whatnot. And using back on track, which is a technique that we're going to teach you every time you kind of go off the rails and dodge, you can implement back on track. It's just very similar to the basic food plan you're following now, but it's going to change and evolve as we go. So back on track will kind of be a constant. And then there's that, you know, get to that place where you wake up, look good, feel good. You're not thinking about weight loss. You're just being in tune to your body's needs. You're just being mindful. You're just living your life. So there's like four four stages, four stages to that. And so if you have to repeat programs, so let's say you do your first program, you lose 20 pounds. And then you go into your next program and say you lose like 15 pounds. Well, by putting that three months of time in, you're helping your body solidify the 20 pounds you lost three in the first group. And so group over group over group, it's like people who do multiple groups have to actually spend less time sort of in that maintenance phase because they've already solidified the weight that they've lost previously. And so your body at some point will have to take time to adjust to the weight that you've lost. We've we've actually had a couple situations where people have lost a considerable amount of weight, 80 pounds, and then landed in the hospital because they were having heart issues, which you can imagine would be terrifying. And in those situations, once they went to the hospital, the problem was the blood pressure medication that they were taking. And it ended up being, although albeit probably a terrifying and scary uh, situation for them, it ended up being a good situation because the problem was they were continuing to take their blood pressure medication, as you should. No one should jump off their blood blood pressure meds without their doctor's intervention. Um, and what happened was because they've lost 80 pounds, their, their heart was adjusting to the size of their body and their blood pressure medication was no longer needed. And that was like a big aha moment in terms of like the importance of plateaus. And even your heart needs to adjust to the weight that you've lost. It's also, if you can imagine why when you lose a significant amount of weight, your body is wired to gain it all back as quickly as possible because everything has adjusted around that that set point, that that weight that you are. It's why you've been able to lose it quick fix-wise because your body will burn that fat. And then burning the fat simultaneously reinforces the fact that your body needed it and then therefore you get it all back. And then as a layer of protection because your body's so smart and wants you to be alive, it's going to gain even more for you. Right. So that's what happens. That's one of the reasons is that set point and set point is very difficult to change. It is if you, but, but, but 
But when people talk about, and because when we went to the obesity conference, they were talking about this, you can change your set point, but it's very difficult. Do you want to know why it's difficult? Because people are just chaotically trying to diet and there's no structure to it. And then they don't spend time solidifying their weight. So the minute they've lost the weight, they just go back into eating and doing whatever. And so you can absolutely change your set point. It takes time and it takes effort and it takes consistency and it takes like really embracing those plateaus. And so when you're on that plateau, it's not your body doing nothing. It's your body repairing and rebuilding and regenerating and rejuvenating and adjusting to the weight that you've lost, right? So that, I mean, that doesn't mean that plateaus don't make us fucking crazy. <laughs> plateaus can make you crazy for sure. I'm just trying to scroll down to see some of these comments that were back up here. Um, good morning. First time actually watching the live. Hi, Lori. Hello. Um, question. Are other people also noticing that they are breaking out a lot? I think it's hormonal and I understand why it might be happening, but it's still a bummer. Uh, on the upside, I'm down 8.8 pounds. Good for you. Yeah. So you, so yeah, you are making, you're in a pursuit of change. You're making change. And you're going to notice your body reacting and responding to the changes that you're making. And it's detox. So detox, again, the very loose term that we use when your body is in the process of releasing fat. Um, it's, it also is, you know, every time you have your, your menstrual cycle every month, that's, that's detox as well. Your body's trying to detox something out whenever you're sick or whatnot. Your body uh, detoxes all day, every day for a variety of reasons, and sometimes more often than not, depending on the situation, what your body's dealing with. So hormones, yeah. I mean, what's happening, though, with your hormones is they're being balanced. And I, I'm. it's so weird to describe hormones as being balanced because you think of hormones being in a straight line, and they're not. They're constantly in flux and adjusting. And so just like the size of your heart is adjusting to the changes that you're making, so are your hormones. Uh, and, and the amounts of chemical reaction that's being created with your hormones, it all gets adjusted around a certain weight. So, so your hormones are balancing, for lack of a better word. So that's quite normal. So you want to make sure you support that. I mean, it can be a great sign that you, it's a sign. <laughs> so then you know your body's in detox. <laughs> so drink a lot of extra water. It could also be food sensitivities. It could be a food sensitivity that you have. You're noticing your a reaction to certain foods. And you may, you may wonder like, well, why did I react before? And it could be like, you're just more in tune to your body's needs. It didn't make you more sensitive. But when you kind of clean up, what you're doing and what you're eating around it. And again, I don't like that term either. Um, food's not dirty. It's not clean. But you know what I'm saying. You minimize the processed foods. It allows your body to better detox. And like the body doesn't need help detoxing, but you, the things that you're doing on programs support the body in detox. The body has so many things that it needs to focus on that we kind of help it focus on the things that you want it to focus on, like detoxing, because that leads to your body releasing fat and whatnot, right? So, so, um, so you're going to notice some breakouts. Now that should get better as you go. Sometimes it can get worse before it gets better. We're going to have a skincare expert on. Uh, we've had these conversations in the past and sometimes they do talk about how you can have that flare up. It gets worse before it kind of settles down and actually gets better. Um, you know, like even in that situation, it's a great time to go see a dermatologist even. Like this is where if you're having any sort of kind of health issues, you might want to go and see, you know, get your skin checked. I went and did that this year. I went and did that whole thing where they, you know, you get naked and they check your moles and stuff. I haven't, I've had skin cancer in the past. If you can see this kind of white spot on my head that was skin cancer, um, I have some on my butt and whatnot too. And it was when I was younger and didn't really like think about it. 
And it occurred to me that I hadn't been to the dermatologist in a while. So I went back. Thank goodness everything's okay. But yeah, you know, we don't think about that. Um, oral health. Skincare is one. Oral health is another. Um, when I've been getting some periodontal work, I have to go back, um, you know, just from like brushing my teeth too hard as a kid and stuff like that. Um, and oral health is so important. It's, it's like, it's, it's like we could do a whole, I'm sure, segment on the importance of oral health, you know, and that's something that we don't really think about that. So while you're doing all of this, it's great to level up, uh, other areas of your life, you know. Um, let's get to some questions. Five, hi, Pam. Uh, five, 55.4 pounds down, tons of non-scale victories, almost halfway to my finally and forever. It could take me a couple more groups, but I'm learning so much and so grateful. I finally feel like I'll be under 200 for the first time since I was 19 years old. Fuck right. Fucking right. Fucking right. Fucking right. Fucking right. Um, yeah, man. Like you can be 55 pounds down and have it still seem like, oh my God, like I'm only halfway there. Um, but you're like, Halfway closer than you would have been, <laughs> you know. And you know what's so great is that you're gonna you're gonna lose your weight, you're gonna move on, and you're gonna forget. You know, you're gonna forget that you ever had a weight issue. You know, it's gonna be in the past. You you have this opportunity to design the life of your dreams. What? How do you want to feel? You know what I mean? What do you want your life to be about? Like losing a hundred pounds is is life changing. In so many ways, it's changing who you, it's life changing. You want to know why it's life changing? It's because you have to put the time into actively making change. And because this process, you have to work through your issues and associations. You have to work through old habits that are no longer serving you while you're creating new habits. You have to work through some really deep, strong, like food, if you think about it, is probably our deepest connection outside of relationships with people and how you can get fucked up because of, you know, relationships that you've had in the past. Food is probably the second thing. Food is probably the second thing that we are, we have such deep connections to. And especially when it's tied to habits and triggers and coping and because all the ways we utilize food and you're never going to stop utilizing food like that. You're never going to stop celebrating with a good meal. You're never going to stop feeling like a treat is a treat. You're never going to stop showing love some people with food. Like you're, you're just never going to stop. So it's, you have to kind of reconnect because you need food to survive. That's the kicker with this is your deep food to survive, you know? Um, so you have to reconnect with it. And in doing that, in, in working through your issues and associations and recognizing old habits by creating new ones and working through beliefs. And on top of that, some of you, some deep past traumas, you are making serious change. You're making serious change. You're reconnecting with yourself. You're getting to know yourself. You're getting in tune with yourself. You are being in tune with oneness. Everything, everything is all connected. And so the whole vibration that you're functioning on and the way you're seeing the world changes, the energy you're putting out changes, and therefore what you are attracting also changes, right? I don't know if, if any of you are into kind of energy and stuff and what you focus on is what you're attracting, what you think about is what you're attracting, what you're putting out there. You know, it's kind of like you have that bad boyfriend, no offense, or girlfriend or whatever, and um, partner, whatever you want to call it, and you keep attracting a certain person. Right. And then you break up with them and then you, you or you have a friend who does this, the serial dater person. Maybe this is you. Maybe you have a friend and they just keep dating the same person. My, my, I see it in my daughter's friends. They just have these. 
is, I don't know, it's craziness. And I'm like, why though? Why do they keep, like, why are they dating again? Like, they're just going to attract the same guy. And then they do. They just keep attracting the same person and then the same person and then the same person. They look different. Maybe they present different. They end up being the same thing. It's because they're not making any change. Right. Like if you keep doing the same things in life, you ha- you have to take some time and recognize, OK, why do I keep doing this? I need to change. And so everything is going to be different in your life after this process. The, the friends that you have and connect with, the relationships you have and connect with, the, you know, the um, your, your work environment, you may decide is just not for you. You may decide that, you know, if you can do this, you, 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 you know, life is too short. Why not go after your dreams? You know what I mean? So it's making a lot of change. And it's not just the weight at the end of the day. So So maybe it's about focusing. And I know, Pam, you're super happy with where you're at. And I love that. And but sometimes you need to shift that focus. Like you, you've got weight loss down. You don't need to focus on weight loss anymore. You've lost fifty five pounds. You're showing up every day. You do. You're doing what you need to do. It's just a matter of like making the changes, maximizing your efforts, set those intentions, end of day reflect. It's just like it's you got to be at this point doing so many things that you're almost on autopilot with it. But this is not a bad thing because you're juggling a lot of balls. And this is where you got to start like being in tune to all those other things in your life. That's why I love non scale victories because they really help keep you motivated. They're they're tangible proof that what you are doing is working beyond and making a difference beyond the scale. I think there's actually like the next level to that. I think there's like the scale. I think that there's the non-scale victories. And then I think there's the like the mental clarity or, you know, what I don't know what you call that, the, the mental victories, you know, where this is where you're starting to see life for bigger than what it is. Because I think when we're trying to diet and we've been dieting so long, we're kind of like in a little tunnel or funnel where we just, it's all what I'm eating and when and, you know, kind of consume with weight loss. That's why you have like a whole space in your brain reserved. So when you're working through these things, especially our conversation with Dr. Beverly, um, who should be coming back, that's, you got to think that headspace, right? That, that, that headspace and everything you're accomplishing on that. And I think focusing on that could be a game changer for a lot of people. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, round four and 38 pounds down. I thought I would be much further ahead by this time. Uh, but that's my old diet mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? The psycho- psychology of effort. So, uh, first of all, gosh, if you're not reading our science post, you're really missing out. You're really missing out. Um, wait a minute. I'm worried about taking measurements. I'm not sure if I'll see any changes. Then don't. You don't need to measure your changes, um, but write down your non-scale victories. You have to have something. You have to want to see the changes that you are making. And there's no way that you are here six, seven weeks later and haven't made significant change. But, you know, change doesn't have to be on the scale. Change doesn't have to be measurements. Change can be in your mind. And that's what I was just saying, like where the majority of the work that you need to do may be in your mind. Eat this, do that. Like I've laid out the whole plan for you, right? Like it's like it's very, it's like I tell you everything you need to do. It's very systematic. Just make the changes. Put it on autopilot if you want. For a lot of you, 
it's not about that. It's about, it, it, it is, it's about obviously doing the things for long enough. So physically your body can make the change, but it's that mental part of it, right? Like you're working so hard. What are you afraid of? So you have to understand, okay, let's talk about this for a second. You're, you're afraid to, you're afraid to do measurements because you're afraid it's not going to show any different. So one thing about measurements and why I'm not so keen on them, because your body can change and shift structure. So maybe your legs were really wide this way and then you're working out. And so you're building up your quads and your hamstrings. And so your legs are thinner this way. They look a lot different, but maybe they're measuring the same. So that can really shift, right? And so what also happens while you're losing your weight is you can like, say you lose 60 pounds today, and then you go into maintenance, and you maintain your weight for three months. What's going to happen after three months is people are going to be like, oh my God, you've lost so much more weight. Wow, you look amazing. How much more weight have you lost? And you're going to be like, I have not lost any, like I'm the same weight. But what happens is it takes your body time to adjust to that new weight and even your skin to regenerate around your new frame because your body's no longer focused on that fat loss anymore. So now it's really focused on just adjusting to where you are at. And so that can take time. And so, you know, that's why I'm not so keen on measurements. If you want to do like the scale tells you a lot, the ups, the downs, the plateaus, it gives you a lot of information and data, what weight loss kind of looks like to you on the scale. If you're dropping little bits, along with how you feel, if you, if your weight goes up before it drops, you know, that's, it gives you a lot of information, plateaus, you know, when you're on a plateau and whatnot, whereas, whereas measurements don't. But that's not the problem here. The problem here is why are you, for lack of a better word, nervous or afraid to measure yourself? Why do you need to measure yourself? Like, I, I think, sure, it, like the act of doing it is going to bring up some feels. It's not about the measurements. That's what I'm trying to say here. It's not about the measurements. So what is it that you don't want to face? So let's say your measurements don't change, but then what's happening on the scale? And your body changing isn't measurements, by the way. Like, that's not what I mean by your body. You should be able to physically see changes happening. You have better energy. Your body structure in the mirror is like not internal structure, your bones and whatnot. Obviously, that's the same. But you can see the next layer of you coming through. And so the difference with this program is that you lose it in layers. So when you did your deprivation diet, starve, deprive, right? yourself. Your body will burn the fat. It takes fat from where you least need it though. And that's why you'll lose it in your boobs or your butt in specific areas. And with this process, it's different. Healthy healthy weight loss looks different. And it's kind of like this all over, all over. We had Rebecca. She did a great post. If you guys are following Rebecca uh, RZ, she's, um, she's in, she's, uh, one, she's in our learning and training department. And Rebecca showed a photo of when she lost a hundred pounds through deprivation dieting and working her ass off at the gym. And then she compared it with a photo of, of course, later on when she's done our program and she lost a hundred pounds and she didn't exercise. And she looks way smaller in the, in, and obviously after doing our program and not exercising, looks way smaller and more fit. Um, and I know like exercise isn't how you look. You, you know, obviously exercise has its benefits, right? Heart health, bone density, strength and all that. You can't look at someone and see if they're fit for the most part, just based on muscles. But, um, it was a significant difference. Healthy weight loss looks a lot different, right? Um, but it's, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than the measurements. What are you afraid of? You're showing up. You're here still. You have a lot to be proud of. 
So what are you afraid the measurement measurements are going to do, right? So if you don't see the change in measurements, or is it the only way you're seeing? Like, I've worked with a lot of people who don't want to look in the mirror. I say, is your body changing? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? Is your body changing? And that this is after they've lost some weight. And, and they're like, well, I don't know. I'm not looking. I'm like, what are you not looking? Like, when you stand in the mirror and look, um, you, want, you, have to, you have to want to see the changes. You have to want to see them. I know some of you are so terrified that this isn't going to work for you, or even if it's working for you, that it's not, you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to follow through. And then when you follow through and you actually do lose the weight, then people go into this thing of how do I know if I'm going to be able to sustain this weight? God, it's so much, man. It's so much, but you're going to get there and we're going to help you through that. We're going to help you through that. So what are those feels about? Turn up that internal volume, right? Turn up that internal volume and ask yourself, like, what are, what are these feelings about? What am I afraid of? And maybe before you even take your measurements, or maybe you don't take them at all, you pull out a pen and paper and start writing down all the amazing things that you're accomplishing that have nothing to do with the scale and nothing to do with your measurements. It could be your clothes fitting different. If your clothes fit different, what does it matter what your measurements are, right? Um, Round four, uh, have been on a two-week stressed out binge, can't take this person anymore, even having headaches that I have not had for a year, decided to go back two weeks to get closer to my finally and forever. Okay. Oh, I love this. I love this. Uh, you're tired of your shit. You're done. You hate feeling like this. You hate being here. You hate all of it. I love that. You know why? Because it's good to remind yourself of what you don't want. Right? It's, 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 it's so good. It's so good. To, this is why it's progress over perfection. And it's not about being perfect. Because when you dip back into old habits, you recognize you remember why you're here because those habits didn't support the life of your dreams. Those habits didn't make you feel good. Those habits, you know, maybe were tied into coping mechanisms and triggers and whatnot, part of your past. But your past isn't who, like, it's not who you are because you already have a vision for making change and you already signed your ass up for this 91-day program. There had to have been a reason for that. This is why I don't like to present the program as easy peasy put in pie or quick fixes because I want you to really consider coming in here and like you can't pay me enough to work with someone who's not ready to do the work with personal clients. I used to work in country clubs and gyms where people just sign up, pay me a shit ton of money, and then I'd never see them. I'd be like, okay, but this doesn't feel good. I need to help you here. Um, you got to be ready for this. And you didn't sign up for 91 days not knowing that you had this road ahead of you. It's like you you you, you pack the family in the car and we're like, okay, kids, we're going to da- Disneyland. It's going to take us a while to get there, but we're going. And then why did I say that with a weird accent, like Southern accent? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Sorry weird um (laughs) we're going uh maybe yeah okay no um and it's like you got everybody in the car and you packed your shit up and then halfway there you're like fuck this shit this is it's taking way too long but you knew exactly how long it was gonna take you you know how long it's gonna take and yet you're like man no (laughs) i just i don't want to i don't want to go any further i'm done i'm tired i don't want to drive anymore it's like, you know, we're, we're going on this trip. We're taking the family. Um, 12 of us are going to, um, Singapore and Bali and whatever. And it's a long ass trip to get there. We got to stop in Korea. So it's like if we get on the plane in Toronto and we stop in Korea and we're like, man, we're tired. 
no, like, forget it. Like, we're just going to go back home because we, <laughs> this, ah, my back hurts. I'm tired. Like, kids are driving me crazy. I'm not, you know, let's just go back home. Well, if you think about it, your weight loss journey can be very similar where you just like, you know how long it's going to take. And it's, you know, that like getting there is just like, ah, oh, fuck. Getting there is like, you know, you're just like, fuck this shit. It's taking forever. Um, Keep going. Keep going. And recognize, so I love those dips back into our old habits. And I love indulging on the thing because you have the opportunity to recognize, like, like cheat days, for example. Right. I, I hear people talk about cheat days. We call them choose days. Like if you, if you want to choose to eat whatever you want, then make that choice. Make the choice. Own it. Make that choice. You know, indulge in it. Love it. Enjoy it. And then move it along or use it as an opportunity to learn the headspace you go into after you have it. Like cheat days. Whoever has a cheat day and feels good. Like what does that say to your soul? You're cheating on what? Cheating on yourself? Cheating on your diet? Who are you cheating? It's like if you were in a relate. It's no different if you were in a relationship with someone and you're like, oh, we're going to have a cheat day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? How that in the moment that might seem like, woo, you know, I'm going to cheat. And then, you know, maybe you somewhat enjoy it, but are you not in your head the whole time thinking, oh, this is wrong and this is whatever. And then when you're done, right, that when you're done that cheating and then you got to go back to your spouse, you got to go back to yourself, you got to go back to yourself. You know, it fucks, it fucks shit up. And, and every time you have a cheat day, you're, you're cheating on yourself. And, and, you know, whoever had a cheat day and, and feel, <laughs> feel good, right? Whoever had a, whoever had a cheat day and felt good afterwards, like, you know, what is that? So what is that doing physically to you? And what is that doing to your soul? Um, so, you know, back to habits, it's, it's usually like, Going back to old habits and recognizing what you don't want gives you the opportunity and brings awareness for you to actually make the change and work through that and be like, oh, that's not. So it takes me. I used to have this guru guy. He passed away. Um, I love him. I missed him. And I learned a lot of what I'm teaching you guys um, from him. And of course, other people that inspire me and, and whatnot. But um, he used to say, man, Gina, he's like, you just love, love getting hit over the head by a two by four. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you keep coming to me with this thing. And you know you're doing it, but you just keep doing it. And but you don't want to do it. So why are you doing it? <laughs> but it really took me taking him. You know what it took me to get over it is to sit in the fields because it happened. Why do I do that? That 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 back to whatever. Why does that happen? Blah blah blah. Back to whatever. You know why did that happen? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Even my mom has picked up on this. Hi mom, if you're watching, she'd be like, Yeah, Gina. You you do this. You you let people treat you a certain way, and then because I'm really empathetic, I always take that like to I like to understand where people are coming from, and cut them some slack, and give them a break. And it means that I put up with behavior, for example, in my life or situations in my life that I just put up with. And then it takes them, or it takes the situation, getting to this really big breaking point that causes me to have to say, "Okay, I can't do this anymore." But my mom is just like, "Why do you?" Why do you just go to that place where it takes this big thing in order for you to make change? Like, why didn't you just, you knew it was happening. Why didn't you just make change earlier? Like, I hang on, I hang on to things until life forces me to make the change, you know, like, because, because life is working for me. 
right? Like life is here to work for. This is the universe working for me. And it's giving me the messages. This isn't working for you. This situation's not good for you. This person that, that you know, this is not the person you need to be hanging around. You need to make the change. Like the, the messages are there. A lot of times we just, we and we hear them. We're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. But what it takes is really taking the time to be like, okay, how am I feeling right now? So I made this choice and I'm not happy about it. And why am I not happy about it? If I thought, why did I make the choice? Rewind. Why did I make the choice in the first place? Because I thought it would bring me joy? Or is it because this is what I've always done? Or like, why did I make that choice? Did I even, what the, did I even want to make that choice? What, what? Okay, no, I didn't want to make that choice. Like in my soul, I didn't want that. Why did I? Oh, because I got triggered or because this is what I always do. Okay, so then I did it. Then did it bring me joy? Did 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 it give me what I thought it was going to give me? No, it didn't. And then how, what's my mindset after that, right? And then this is where you capture cancel correct, right? Those tips that Dr. Beverly gave us, right? Capture, oh, okay, I'm doing this. I'm a failure. Correct it. No, I'm not. I'm here and I'm showing up, right? Cancel it. That's not true. And correct it. I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm doing great work. So it's, um, we had a great quote. I should have wrote it down. It was, um, a young Pablo quote and it was about how dipping back into old habits, like it gives you the awareness, the opportunity to move past them and make change. Like it's usually when you are on the precipice of making change, you know? So, so I love that. So, you know, like recognize, okay, I did this. Don't just be like, oh, I'm a loser. I did this. And then double down and be like, oh, I'm going to make change. Really turn, that's what I mean by turn up that internal volume. Why, what did I make this choice? What is this about? Like, did it bring me joy? Didn't it bring me happiness? Maybe you also, maybe like as simple as making a choice to eat something. Maybe like you made a choice to eat something. You enjoyed it. It brought you joy. And then that's the end of it. And then you just moved it along. Like imagine getting to that place. That's where I want you to get to, where you have the thing, you actually enjoy the thing. And then that's it. There's no berating yourself. You know, there's no like getting on yourself. There's no like starving and depriving yourself in reaction to having the thing. It's just like, okay, move it along already. That, you know, uh, round three, I reached a milestone today down another decade, delighted and a new non-scale victory. My four-year-old grandson wrapped his arms and legs all the way around me. Ah, uh, Marianne, let me read that again. Cause you know, this like this, right? I reached a milestone today down another decade, delighted with a new non-scale victory. My four-year-old grandson wrapped his arms and legs all the way around me. Come on. Come on, right? Come on. I love that. Uh, that's an amazing non-scale victory. Where am I? Um, God, I'm working through all the clients. That's my time. I gotta go. Let's just end on that note. Um, so I hope that you are, I hope that you have an amazing day today. Uh, if you're feeling funky, spend a minute with yourself and ask yourself why. Tell yourself you're amazing because you are still here and then and leave it at that maybe write down five things you're grateful for or you know five amazing things reasons why you're amazing get out of that headspace you're doing great no matter what that scale said and you know and even if you're not doing great you're doing the best that you can and if you want to do better make a plan and remember that we are here for you to help you with that plan reach out as often as you need you can write a hundred questions 
if you want for us. We're here for you. Um, help us help you. We're here for you. We're here. We're all around all weekend. We do keep the group really quiet, but the, the team's still working all weekend. We're going to be here for the next half of the program. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Um, so I hope you're having a great weekend. Remember if I didn't get your question uh, on the lives, because it's the one place we don't kind of come back in and, and answer questions, copy it, paste it over on the question of the day page. The team will answer it over there. Remember also, um, we have our podcast, right? So I know so many people are listening by way of podcast, but if you're, it's just in the group and you're trying to catch these lives, you can also download and listen to them over on our podcast. And you can listen to them when you're out for a walk and whatnot. All of our guest segments are there. Um, all of our guest expert segments are there. Um, they're all there for you. Uh, have an amazing day, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, for everyone coming to the conference tomorrow, um, I'm really looking forward to it. People keep asking me if I'm nervous about getting on stage. I have always wanted to get on stage and just inspire people. Um, I feel like I have this really great product, um, you know, that's a affordable and accessible to people and it's doable and I just want to get up there and connect with all of you and you know hopefully leave you feeling inspired or at least entertained at the very least entertained but more so uh, I'm just looking forward to meeting everybody every single time I've met someone from our community it's just it brings me so much joy and I'm like, my face hurts from smiling. I'm so excited to bring our community together. I think it's going to be a whole vibe. For those of you who can't come and didn't get tickets, um, this is not my event. Uh, This is me going to someone else's event. Um, And we were able to get special pricing. We are working on our own events to bring together our amazing community. So there's going to be much more. We we haven't even even started with our own events yet. So keep that in mind. Uh, Have an amazing day. You guys are saying I'm a rock star. You're all rock stars. We're all rock stars. Let's just give ourselves a pat on the back and call ourselves rock stars today. Rockstar Saturday. All right, everyone. uh, Have an amazing day. I'll uh, see you all on Monday or tomorrow. Bye.